0: Hi everyone, this is Lori from the Sanctuary at Bear Creek, where we talk about all things related to growing in our intimacy with God and each other. I'm so glad you're here. Well, we've got a really special episode here today. Um, as as all of you know, or many of you hear in our um, our intro every week on the podcast, you know the sanctuary exists to provide opportunities for people to grow closer and their intimacy with God and others and today I've got a really close special friend with me um my friend uh, Chris slabacorn. um Chris and I got introduced to each other actually I don't remember how many years ago it was Chris five seven do you know probably seven I'm thinking maybe six or seven six or seven years ago when I um, started, I I had went on my first retreat, multiple day retreat um, with Dominican center. And Chris was the spiritual director that um, was assigned to meet with me. And um, we just had a wonderful time um, meeting during that retreat and her being with me as I discerned what God was stirring in my life. And then after that, We started meeting like once a month for um, spiritual direction appointments where she would continue to walk with me in that in that relationship. And it's been amazing. And one of the one of the most important things that I've learned from Chris is a concept that she's referred to a a number of times through our relationship (laughs) consistently as the golden thread. What golden thread um, do you see running through your life, through through your story this month, in, in the time ahead? And what, what she meant by that was God has, is running a thread through our life from the time that we're born until the, our last day. And it's it's a thread of intimacy with him. And um we just our, our number one priority in life is to stay connected to that golden thread to him, you know, we don't, it's, it's him in that golden thread. And as we get, we're coming into the new year, this, this podcast, I think is going to fall on December 30th. And as I thought about that and and what I like to do before I come into a new year, the most important thing for all of us every year that we're alive is to, um, is to to connect to to grow in our intimacy with God and to stay close to him. So I wanted to I asked Chris if she would come on to the podcast with me today and talk about her relationship with God through the years. And um, then we're going to talk to you about a practice that you can do um, as you go into 2024 of reflecting back and then looking forward to kind of discern what God might have for you in, in the new year. So anyway, I just want to welcome Chris. And um, I Chris, first of all, if you could just share with everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes, sure. Um... I, I I greatly value my relationship with Lori as one of my directees. We've had a great um, journey together, and it's been a privilege to be part of that. And I love the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. I've been doing it for about 12 years. Um, and before that, my background was more teaching, teaching in the church, kids and adults. So I had to unlearn some things in order to be a good spiritual director, because spiritual direction is not about teaching so that was interesting. Um, and and just in general, I'm, I've been married for almost 48 years. Um, we've I have a great husband. We love traveling together. Um, we have three kids and six grandkids. Yeah. They're all coming to my house Saturday. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it greatly. And um, my husband is just in the discernment process of retiring. And what that's going to be like for us, so we have no idea, but we have a lot of conversations about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I love that you're a few years ahead of me. Like she's just a few years ahead of me, so I can, I can, I'm going to say pick your brain, but that sounds kind of crude. <laughs> no, just kind of like, help me, Chris. What do I need? <laughs> so that's been so neat too, is a added dimension of our relationship. So anyway, and then you know, tell tell us about your relationship with God, like. What has your the thread of God in your life been like?
1: Yes, well, I'll I'll try to to be brief, <laughs> uh, but hit the high points because um, I do recognize a golden thread. I, I know that's a concept that just be, just became clear in my own life. And the fact that we don't know that the golden thread is, is unfolding when it's happening, because I I mean, I was a, a shy, quiet introvert. Little girl, um, we didn't do church at my house. Um, I think my parents had some very bad mm-hmm. episodes with church, and so it wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did send me with my grandma to a little Christian Reformed church, um, right in the neighborhood. And, um, really, I told Lori that it really wasn't church for me, it was more about the um sitting with the grown-ups after church and drinking milk coffee. That's a that's a that's a Dutch thing, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get caught co- you get milk with a tiny drop of coffee in it because you're having coffee with the big people and you duck your cookies in it. Yeah. So so that was kind of my first my first um knowledge of God that there God was a, a force out there. I believed it. I heard it in stories, but I had no knowledge of what that force was or I I longed for it, maybe, but I did not understand it at all. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then that started to change when I was in junior high. Um, I went to the same church to a gathering of girls on Wednesday night midweek outreach um, program. We giggled and laughed and did crafts and had fun. But there was a teacher there, and her name was Claire Moose. Mm-hmm. I've had a chance to thank her for this part of my story, but she's passed on now. Mm-hmm. But she told her story to this group of, of young girls of how she was raised in the church. She went to Christian school. She knew what she's supposed to do, but she rebelled and she ran away from home is the way she put it. She became a stewardess mm-hmm. on an airline and she lived a very wild life. Um, she didn't give us the details of that wild life, but we we kind of thought okay wild (laughs) yeah yeah and um but then she told how god pursued her and and wouldn't let her go if she actually used the words he tapped me on my shoulder and said it's time to come back home Mm. and that was a marvel to me like a god that would pursue you because he loved you not because you he wants you to do the right things but because he loves you so much he would chase after you so i wanted that i didn't know that god but i wanted that god Mm -hmm. yes i that that was a big turning point for me but in my house we like i said we didn't do church so there wasn't a lot of um encouragement so being the shy introvert i was i'd listen to people at school who were talking about bible studies or whatever and i would um try to pray and figure things out. And I'd read my little Bible, a little white leather Bible with a zipper on that I got for, I think, probably memory verses uh-huh. when I was a little girl. And it was, of course, King James Version mm-hmm. with lots of thou shalts and thou shalt nots and mm-hmm. um, the evil thereof. And mm-hmm. it, it was, way, it was yeah. way over my head, but I caught enough glimpses to, to keep me really hungry and longing for God. Hmm. but then i i became well my husband and i went to school since we were in second grade together but we we um we weren't even really close friends but something changed in our senior year and we became very close we fell in love we wanted to get married and this again was a big turning point because he told me he wanted to marry me Hmm. but that God was the center of his life. He knew that I did not have a, a what he would call a God God relationship. Um, that guy God was who he wanted to form his life around and to walk with. And again, I was struck of, you mean as a God who you can like you you make the priority of your life and you you follow him and you let him make your choices and you give him purpose. Mm-hmm. So again, I turned a corner and um, studied God with him in the Bible. Um, This is when I actually really came to church because this was real church to me. I was uh, the same church I go to now, a little Reformed church in my neighborhood, and I was welcomed um, with open arms as a lost and scared little girl. And um, gradually over time, this was another miracle to me. I learned I could do things. I, I say that like mm. I didn't know, but I kind of didn't know that I could do things like I could teach mm. and I became quite effective as a teacher and I could um I could really pray and I could be a leader and I could um mm. develop mi- ministries. My my best friend at the time we developed a children's outreach ministry that we did for twenty five years. Oh my goodness. And, um It was an amazing time and I I do, I use the phrase, it was like dancing with God because he would lead and we would follow and then he'd teach us a new step and then we would go go a new direction and it was amazing. And I would say that I became very, very close with God. I knew him very well as the equipper, um, the leader, the the loving um, provider. I raised my kids under that umbrella. Um, we walked our marriage through that time, but then again, God, God is so into turning corners because because at, at this time when you you think I kind of thought I had it figured out, kind of thought, well, this is this is life in Christ. This is good. I want to be here. Um, I, they hired me at my church for, as Christian Ed director, which again, that's a big deal to me. I had it sort of gave me a title for Mm -hmm. the work that I was already doing, but still it was, it was, it was different. Mm -hmm. So um, I became Christian ad director, started developing more programs. I'm thinking, I mean, I knew the Bible backwards and forwards. And all of a sudden, again, in the beautiful, happy life, things started to shift. And I, I, I don't know. I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of, what is What is, what does this really mean? Type of questions. I had a lot of, um, I don't know if I believe this or this. I had, um, I started having anxiety attacks. Oh, real, real anxiety attacks, which was not very fun and, and it seemed unchristian to me at the time. like what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Um And through all that, I started asking questions, and I was somehow, um by a friend directed to this place called Dominican Center. Mm -hmm. where they offered spiritual direction. I had no idea what that was, but I definitely felt like I needed direction. (laughs) (laughs) I Just for direction and said, (laughs) yeah, just direct me somewhere. Call 911. Is there a hotline? Yes. And and, and it, it was slowly, but surely it changed my life even more because, um, I learned there was more to a relationship with God than just working for him. Mm-hmm. Um, working for him was amazing, but it wasn't enough. And at Dominican Center, um, they spoke a whole different language. We did not speak in my little Reform church. I, I think you know that too, Lori. It's like a different language. It uses words like unfolding and invitation, invitation rather than expectation.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um Allowing and deepening, and um, they introduced me to the saints um, from way from the past and, and from today. You know, everyone from the desert fathers and mothers all the way up to um, Thomas Merton today, or and John Calvin, and I mean, all my own roots in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that there was so much more to loving God than just following the rules. Mm -hmm. and i i sort of became a contemplative Mm. and it it changed my life so much that i wanted to go into the program and learn how to offer that to others so that's what brought me into the ministry of spiritual direction and i have loved it ever since i still do teaching too but i i think i can keep the two separated just enough to to do both and um right now god is taking me I see another corner looming i have no idea what's on around that corner i just know that something is stirring Mm -hmm. i mean it's hard for me to believe that there's something more than um working for for god or knowing god or even even further than wisdom about god Mm -hmm. there's something else and god seems to be offering that to me and i do remember way back they had us do a timeline in my first year at dominican center a timeline of our that's when i first like pictured this as a journey mm-hmm. and they said to name your timeline and my hand just naturally wrote and jesus said wait there's more and mm-hmm. i realized that was the title of my whole timeline my whole journey that was my golden thread yeah. um so I I don't know where we're going around this corner, but I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to see. I trust God a lot more than I did a long time ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because he's shown you, you know, these new yes. vistas. It's it's mm-hmm. almost like it. It's staged to me. It seems like stages of intimacy. You know, like mm. stages of intimacy. Yes. With, um, and um, so did any of that scare you?
1: Yes, I well, I mean there was the natural fear of being a very strong introvert who did not want people who would kinda of hide from people and being then brought into more center stage. But that was that was okay. But the the change from um, the change from I don't know, I, I call it traditional church or, or traditional knowledge of God, traditional, you know, all the bells and whistles and the rules and the bible studies and the um to something that was unknown that that was that was scary i there were times when i there were many times when i questioned wait a minute am i like lost yeah. on a different path have i have i gone astray <laughs> am i like the sheep that's out there in the the wilderness and each time it would be affirmed to me okay you love me more than you did before you love people more we're going deeper we're going deeper you don't have to have all the answers you don't have to have the right
0: answers it's okay if we go there but it was scary it was yeah. scary and I mean he was calling you to serve him in other mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. that weren't um what was traditional like you weren't teaching a class or leading a bible study but you were serving by deepening your relationship with him and your intimacy with him and meeting with others in a really smaller sense than teaching um Mm -hmm. just the one-on-one being willing to walk with people but it's a way that um we aren't used to in our in in the denominations that we're heard of and you know i just want to make it clear to people it isn't like chris disappeared from her church she's still a very active member of her yes still loves her church but God has been shifting, um, her, the, like the percentage or something, the percentage of time that we feel like we need to spend serving versus deepening with him, like with our intimacy Mm -hmm. with him, there's a a higher percentage where we're like, you know what, more of this is about my heart and his heart. Um, like marriage, like more of it's about, our 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 intimacy than what i have thought through the years like it this is this is good it's not just okay for me to deepen uh-huh. but actually it's good like uh-huh. this you know so you know and then and then going further in that wherever god takes you it just it just makes complete sense that we would grow closer and closer in intimacy yes as we get closer to heaven <laughs> sorry right, right. we're getting
1: right I think that's part of. I think that's part of it, and also another kind of scary part of. As I'm growing older, you know, I'm I'm going to be 67. I can't run multiple programs like I used to do and rock a baby at the same time plus plan supper for 12. Right. And to lose those abilities is is like wait a minute. Am I what? Am, what's wrong with me? I'm not. But to move deeper into time, my time with God, which just gets um just gets born into the world in more love for other people it's just different but it but yeah. it is disconcerting <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, yeah. It, it it is I I feel some of that um change too mm. um do you think that this type of intimacy happens just for middle agers and up
1: I mean, you know there's a lot of books written on the different second the two halves of life the first I mean Richard Rohr says the first half is for building the container and the second half is for understanding what's in the container that's just one way to put it but I think we have to go through those first stages just like like children and we have to we have to raise kids we have to teach them our truths we have to you know color in the lines we have to know there are lines there and so I think most of our time is taken up with that but then as we get grow older and the kids move on and things change then there's room for a deeper invitation i think
0: mm-hmm.
1: i i mean i do think some young people are probably steps ahead of me but yeah. um in general i think that's the way it goes
0: yeah i think if i would have been introduced to this practice i mean i remember when i first um, started classes, and we're not making this about Dominican. It's not about Dominican Center. It's about this way of thinking that I remember going to my first interview with um, the, the instructor of that program. And she asked me why I wanted to be a part of it. And I said, because I got to learn this and then I'm going to teach it to others. And she stopped me and said, hold on. Well, first of all, let's just think about what God might want to do in your life through mm. this gift of learning and and be learning new ways of being with him and deepening your relationship and I thought it was totally anti-gospel I'm like what are you talking about smaller like just for me that does not sound like Jesus at all it's like going <laughs> to all the world you know and but so that 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 bugged me for a couple of years but over time I realized that's so true it's up to God is more concerned, just like I'm more concerned that my husband loves me than I saved the whole planet. Um, mm-hmm. He's the most concerned. Like, I think if I would have heard that as a younger woman, I would have started stepping into that younger. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been, it would have been great. God's perfect timing on all of it. No regret. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, so as we go into this new year, um, 2024, we come to the end of the year, it's a natural time. To um, look back and um, look forward, and I've I've started this practice, and I wanted to wonder if you do this as well too, Chris. But um, I'm doing a reflection of having now we have our New Year's people automatically will do like New Year's resolutions. This is something different than that. It's a natural time of reflection, but a time to actually what I've learned that it's called. There's actually a church official process for this that's called the examen. Where you look back, you prayerfully look back on your year and or day or month, but we're going to talk about just the year today. Um, you prayerfully look back and jot down the things that God you saw God do in the year past and thank him and praise him and maybe talk about the things that are still there that you struggle with, and then look ahead and do and at you know, notice what's coming that you know of, and then ask the Lord for any thoughts he might have to, to put into your heart about um, what you he would like you to be aware of for the year ahead. So for you, Chris, do you um, do a process like that as you come to a new year?
1: You know, I was reading over some of your material on on how you would, you would kind of teach somebody to do this. And I, and I thought, I would like to, I've never done it in quite a... Um, a planned form I do it yeah. but I gave up New Year's resolutions quite a quite a long time ago because they just made me depressed I mean they're all about what I'm going to do it, there's really not too much about God in a New Year's resolution most of the time except guilt yeah. and so I as a teacher the norm my beginning of my year was always September September is the beginning of the year January is just a happy midway <laughs> point that you get to so i did do some you know often through the years some planning of what should the focus be what should the focus be it's interesting that that we're talking about this because this year i'm doing something different my pastor happened to say in a sermon as that the first day of advent is actually the first day of the church calendar the church calendar starts with the first day of advent and so everything naturally unfolds from then so I needed a new beginning, and on December first, because I've had a, a very difficult year—lots um, of people, lots of pain, lots of hard things—and I I took that as an invitation from God. And so my conversations with Him have been, "Where are we going now? Where you know this is? I'm going to claim this as a new beginning. I'm going to." Recognize that you were there in the past and how, where are we going now? So it's a similar thing. Um, the time frame may be just a little different,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's the same type of reflection, prayerful. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to get into um, human, uh, human's not a bad word, our own strength, our own efforts, yes. our own planning. Um, and yet, I, you know, I think about how in the Old Testament, when the kings would have major decisions to make, and they would, maybe they they had to decide if they were going to war or what their the, the people in their country were going to do, if they would pause and pray, and they would call the prophets that lived during their time, because mm-hmm. those, those guys heard from God more because they didn't have the Holy Spirit living within them. So certain people were called more than others to hear God's voice and lead it spiritually. So if a king... Had a major decision and called, turned his heart towards God first, and then called a prophet and said, Seek God with me and help me know what mm-hmm. God's plan is. Oh my goodness. God would actually speak. He would reveal what his will was and tell the prophet and would tell the king, and things would go incredibly well for God's people. <laughs> if the, now, the king, it was totally up to him. He could also not not pray right. about it, not call a prophet. And when that happened, he, they suffered the consequences and, right, you know, so it's the same for us. It's the same for us today. And like, um I think about the old Testament festivals that they used to have, they used to stop, Israel used to stop six or seven times a year for a festival to God and take I don't know. I, can, I don't even know how many days. From a, I'll just say from a d- one day to seven days, where they would go to the temple, and sometimes that meant they had to travel, leave mm-hmm. their daily life behind, and completely separate themselves to have time with God, to turn their mm-hmm. hearts to Him, to hear His mm-hmm. Word, his you know the Scripture, and then also to hear from Him and calibrate their life. We yes. don't see that anymore. Like we don't yes. have that church. We have we have our seasons of the church sometimes, but do we actually stop and and so this to me kind of feels like a modern um faith festival where we can turn yes. to God and um yes. so and I'm a worksheet type of person so you know mm-hmm. I like this type of thing and it helps me to um to focus and to hear from God and just to know there's a scripture in Jeremiah that says it's Jeremiah 33 it's 33, three, as I know the plans I have for you, but just after that one, it's call upon me and I'll answer you and show you th- mysterious things that you don't know. Now it's yes. like, we're all like seeking to understand what to do with our life. And God's like, I'm here. You can ask. <laughs> call
1: me. Ask. <laughs>
0: So so anyway, so that's what we're get, that's what um, this examine process is all about. So really cool. What I did was I what I like to bring to my examine, I created a worksheet um, for everybody, and we're going to offer it, at, you know, to people that uh, would like it. And basically, it just goes through you come to your examine time, your which is just an hour or a morning, or you can even stretch it to a day if you want to just take off for the day in your car and go to a coffee shop or a park and just offer that day to God. And then just take your time with him and ask him like to show you things from the past and the future. So I like to bring my calendar. Like I've got a calendar with all the, um, what we did that year. And I just flip through that calendar and I jot down things that I notice. It's amazing how much you notice that happens within a year. And I jot down joys and struggles and frustrations. I've got mm-hmm. it on, on the worksheet here, the things you could jot down. And there's actually seven categories in our life, spirit, body, mind, relationship, home, work, and then your ministry or calling. And to even just, you know, say, as you're going through your calendar, something falls onto the spirit in the spiritual realm. Like last year, I was introduced to Lectio 365, the app, and I can't tell you how many times that that's been used in my life. So I would write Lectio 365 app in that spirit section. Um, So anyway, so you just kind of go through that reflection, giving thanks, praying about your struggles from the year past. And then for the year ahead, you do you do the same thing where you ask the Lord to show you what he would have you to maybe um, think about or what might be a priority in those different categories of your life and just see what he brings. And then one of the most fun parts of this, you know, is that we can actually ask him to give us a verse for the year and this has been so powerful just to ask God. So, so last year I asked God for a verse for the year and he gave me, um, I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will Mm -hmm. perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And the interesting thing about that was over the months before that I had, I had been noticing and people around me had been noticing that I was really, um, I felt very, I had a lot of wounds when it came to confidence. You'd never, people didn't know it from the outside. They'd be like, you are not like, not unconfident, whatever that word is. Um, but on the inside, I was so shaky. I was so, I felt so insecure, so weak. And, um, so God was trying to heal that in me. I knew he was. So when he gave me this verse, um, the word confidence jumped out at me that he wanted to heal this area of weak or wounded confidence. And then that it said, um, I'm confident of this very thing that he who began the good work will perform it. God spoke to me about the good work in myself that he created yes. me. And he also spoke to me about the things that the, the callings that he had for me that I was trying on, you know, I was I, I felt like i wanted so much to happen the retreats and writing and my book was i was in the process of who should i pitch and will it happen and and it was so heavy it, it almost crushed me you know it just almost mm-hmm. crushed me so he was trying to take the he wanted me to walk through the year taking that burden off myself and knowing that it's not me doing the work but me him he will perform it through jesus christ and i can't tell yes. you the number of times as I was doing one thing or another, where he brought me back to that, to that script. Mm-hmm. Every time I would get shaky or I had to do something new or felt so vulnerable, he would say, not you, me, I am mm-hmm. confident of this very thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it, it was amazing. And if I could share with everybody today about what he's doing, I mean, I have seen so. I've seen him do an incredible work and he's done an incredible work today, where I stand in myself and in the book. I have great news to share with people about the book. It's, it's going to happen. And, um, that's beyond expectation, but he, so anyway, love that, that we have that, um, that we can ask him for in the examen. So at the end of your reflection and you're thinking ahead, then you just say, Lord, what verse would you give me for the year, the year coming? And, he'll, you know, and sometimes and you can watch for it over a number of days. If nothing comes to you right away, just watch for like during your quiet time or during a sermon series or whatever. Um, like right now in the last month, I've been noticing um, God's been talking to me. Be, don't be afraid. You know, when he came oh. to Moses in the Old Testament and in the burning bush and was asking Moses to do something that he felt so beyond him. And he was saying, I, I I can't. And God just said, don't be afraid. I will be yes. with you. You yes. know. And, you know, Mary just recently, God powerfully spoke to me last week on my retreat when, when the angel came to her. And the thing that stood out was, you know, the angel came to her and she was so afraid. Like, who am I? And God said, yes. don't be afraid. I am with you. So, uh, yes. so I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit that that's my verse for 2024. So, okay. so anyway, so then you would, so you write your verse, and then I put that verse over the uh, right on top of the worksheet. Um, so anyway, so then you have that to refer back to all year long. Mm-hmm. And and the last thing I like to do, on, and it's, this is on the worksheet too, is I like to write down what is my prayer for 2024? What would my prayer mm-hmm. be? And just a, a sense, sentence, cu- couple sentences about what that prayer would look like. Um, Yes. God can just really reveal such treasures and direction to us through this small, this little exercise. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's just so beautiful to, you know, to, to have to strengthen you through the year. And then just to look, I mean, now, when I look back on my last years, I just smile. I just, I just, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Lord, the things I jotted down, the things you did. Yes. um, It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And to keep that golden thread, you know, and yes. intimacy is on top of all of that. You know, when we think yes. of our year ahead, it's always like, you're my top priority, Lord. What, what does yes. that like jot down anything that comes to your mind?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I loved it. you. And when you're talking to me, you use the image of the golden thread is like um, hanging on to, like preschoolers hanging onto the rope when they go out on a field trip. Yeah. I love that image because it's so Um, it's so confidence building and it so puts us, you know, into that realm of little children, which we are, that we need to be gripping something. But I think that something that comes out in like an examen and and, like um, some of the work and questions you're saying is so often the golden thread is woven into our lives. It's not like a straight line. And so it takes some discerning of where, where, where did God already say that? Where did this already happen? Oh, this has just occurred to me. Is that part of it? So the weaving that God's weaving um, always causes us still to be like little children, to be curious and to be, um, to be aware and to pay attention and, and to go deeper. And uh, sometimes it can be kind of hard to find the weaving in the midst of the dark times. So I, I like this practice of, of stopping for just a moment and say, where, has the golden thread taken me so far? And where are we going into the future?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then during the year, when you start feeling, you know, shaky, you go back. And you, you mm-hmm. cry, hey, am I holding on to that that rope? You know, that kindergarten mm-hmm. rope where we're going outside and we have to all hang on to the rope. And it's not up to us. We just got to hold on to the rope. We just got to follow. And, right. you know, that, and the verse is such a strengthener all year long as your as your golden thread, you know, of mm-hmm. what God's doing. Mm. So so anyway, well, Chris, thank you for spending your time. Thank you for your story. It is powerful. Um I can't wait to see what God does in your life and in the next stage. Cause you know yes. you well, because I'm coming right after you. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah. And for our friendship, I'm just so I'm just so thankful yes. for that. Yes. And, I look forward to 2024 with you. Um, companion, yes. you know, and such a gift that is. Now you're probably gonna get flooded with spiritual direction requests <laughs> 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 in your schedule. Um, we'll see when, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> um, but anyway, friends, if you um, are interested in getting the examine worksheet, if you're interested in deepening your intimacy with God, they, go to our website, the sanctuary at bearcreek.com. We've got a blog with lots of articles about doing that and just resources, retreats, the prayer cabin, just whatever can help you in 2024 to just, uh, you know, deepen your relationship with Him, keep your heart in His hands. I mean, It could be the best year ever. Every year can be with God. Yes. Yes. So so that's what's what God has for us. And we know that's his desire. So anyway, but as we as we close here, Chris, can you just close us in prayer? Would you be willing to do that? Sure,
1: I would. I would love to.
0: All right.
1: Oh Lord, we are so grateful for the way you have. Called to us, in the darkness, in the light, in the joy, in the sorrow, when we knew you were calling, and we didn't know when we didn't know you were calling. You have always called to our souls, always called us to join you, to be with you, to love you, because these are the things that you do for us. So we pray for this year, this coming year, that it would be one of the good years, one one of the great years but not maybe so much because of what happens, but because how much more closely we're walking with you. So again, in the dark times and in the good times, we trust you and we pray, we help each other, and we keep our moving. We thank you for the gifts you've given. In your son's name, amen. amen.
0: Thank you so much, Chris, for being with us today. It's been such a joy. And friends, we look forward to being with you again in 2024.